스튜디오 쓰시주세요 Welcome back to the Pocha playlist. Andy, we just saw you over the weekend to celebrate your birthday. Did you have a good time? Yeah, well, I had a, had a great time. It was a little bit of a blur because it was a pretty quick <laughs> three hours of lots of drinking. Me uh, and someone else rented out a bar or like the, the back end of the bar. And um, we just invited all of our friends and we just had people come over. And yeah, had a good time. Brandon and Jenny came over. That's good. Did you did you get pretty wasted by the end of it? I, I remember yeah, I the think... beginning, you were pretty good. And then by the end, you're slurring your words a little. <laughs> yeah, I think I was slurring my words sorry, in the middle. I think we took a lot of shots. So I was like, ooh, uh, feeling it <laughs> near the end. Uh, did you take the time on Sunday to recover and watch anything? No. So Sunday, we had a lot of friends coming in town. So that's why I worked out. That's why a lot of people were at the bar. So on Sunday, we actually went. To, I went to a wedding, one of our friends' oh. wedding. Yeah, so that was a little bit tiring. Um, a lot of the people that were at my birthday was at the wedding as well, and um, a lot of them were like a little bit hungover. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that the bride and groom from the wedding end up coming. No, they didn't end up coming. Yeah, because oh, it was the wedding day the next day, so they're probably getting ready. Yeah, imagine if they were hungover and they couldn't make it to their no, own wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I realized yeah. that we are pretty old because at the bar um, that Andy kind of rented out for his birthday, I remember at one point I looked over and there's this gal, one of your friends, was like sleeping on my um, parka. I had like a huge parka and she was just oh, like yeah. nestled in there. And at first I was like, oh no, she's really fucked up. Like I should try to make sure she's okay. Like I think it tapped her on the shoulder. She was like, she just woke up. She's like, oh, I'm just really tired. And I was like, this is how we know we're getting old. Like, yeah. People are passing out because it's just past 10 p.m. Like, yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, that's fun, uh, So we have good news for everyone, or at least I think it's good news. Next week, we are going to be doing our re-ranking. So we're preparing for that. But we figured that that probably wouldn't take up too much time. So we decided to throw in Singles Inferno Season 2 review. So yes. Jenny and I ended up watching that. We started, what, one we finished, two episodes? Yeah, we finished episode two as of now. So we'll, we'll be talking about the whole season um, next week. And we're going to do the season as a whole, right? Yes. Okay, because yeah. I already have a lot of... A lot of thoughts. <laughs> a lot of thoughts after two episodes. I'll have to remember them because I'm sure they'll change depending on how the rest of the season goes. A, yeah. a lot of people did say season two is better than season one. Oh, Ooh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't I'll know, think... man. Season one was good, though. I was thinking back, yeah. too. Oof. All right. Well, we'll save it for next episode. But yeah, we have a lot of things to say. About did you finish it, though, Andy? Yeah. Well, no, I'm actually only I haven't watched the last two episodes mm. just because, you know, Money Heist gotta watch that money heist mm-hmm. gotta watch that money heist speaking of k-dramas um netflix released a bunch of new stills so like netflix kind of lets us all know what k-dramas are coming in for like the rest of the entire year which is crazy um but they release a bunch of stills and i'm so excited this looks really 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 good um i think they released it by quarter so there was like a handful that are coming out pretty soon um there's one with kim Uvin from our our blues that we really really love it looks really really good i think it's called black knight um, it's like a sci-fi military something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Um, there's another one coming. I think in Q3, it's called A Time Called You. It has our girl um, from Glitch and Vincenzo Joubin. I always mess up her name. Um, and then the main guy from Business Proposal is going to be like the main lead. Um, 
main exciting. guy or second main? Uh, or main second guy, lead? main guy. Oh. Yeah, so that's also super exciting. And, you know, a bunch of like the a lot new of sequels seasons. this year, right? Yeah, we have DP season two. We have Sweet Home season two coming out in Q4, which I'm so excited for. I like, it's so funny, Andy. Brandon and I were looking at that set. We're like, oh, Gomenzi is going to be a new character. And we're like, oh my gosh, Gomenzi was like the female lead in that show. That's where we uh, fell in love with her. But Wait, but you're not telling him the biggest news that he's going to be stoked about. The which, sequel which to his favorite 2022 drama. What? The one with Han Seo-hee and Park hyun They're making number one. Soundtrack number two oh, or something. Oh, apparently the soundtrack number two. I don't know if that one's Netflix, though. So it wasn't in the stills that I saw. But oh, I was like... I wonder if it was fan-made and I fell for it. I thought it was real. I feel like we fall for a lot of these days. Okay, let me do more research on <laughs> yeah. that one then. I saw soundtrack it. Soundtrack number two. I texted yeah. Terry. I was like, oh my god, you're getting a sequel to it. <laughs> We should double check before we put this out. But um, yeah, anyways, a lot of great shows coming out. Oh, Gyuksan Creature. It's Han Sohee and um, Park... Park... Sojun. Sojun. I'm messing up these names left and right. But anyways, super excited. Oh, Wudoan's making a comeback and a boxer show. Oh, so oh, many, so many good, good things. But anyhow, listeners, if you guys saw these stills, DM us the K-dramas that you're like, 100% have to watch it because I'm super excited. We're going to try to pick up as many as possible, but um, yeah, let us know which ones to focus on. So, next week's episode is going to be re ranking plus singles Inferno season two, and mm-hmm. then we're all going to take a one week vacation. Yep. And then we'll come back, what is that, second week of February. Mm-hmm. And I think the plan is to pick up Koktu yes. season of Diary. Yes. That one we'll do for sure, but we definitely have room for another drama. So if there's anything else around that time that's starting, please let us know. Yep, definitely. Okay, should we get into Money Heist, guys? Let's do it. Cheers! All right, so let's talk about Money Heist. I feel like we kind of put off part two for a little bit. Um, I regret it. I know. It came out, I think, in December. I forget which week exactly. Early December, probably. Yeah, Yeah, so I think a lot of our listeners have probably already watched it. So we do apologize. It's a bit late, but I'm glad we get to talk about it. And we're going to, you know, it's going to help us with the final ranking. Um, But I will just read the Asian Vicky description for part two. So this is going to be episodes seven through 12 of the K-drama. So, as the hostage situation continues at the Mint, Inspector Son Woo-jin from the task force suspects that a criminal group may be using the hostages as a cover to print money at the Mint. Meanwhile, Cha Moo-hyuk makes a surprise visit to Park Sun-woo's home, the professor, due to his suspicions that he is the criminal mastermind known as the professor. In response, the professor has Ryo use his hacking skills to frame Cha Moo-hyuk as a mole in the joint task force. Lurking in the background, assemblyman Kim Sang-man might be communicating with the traitor amongst the group of criminals at the mint. Um, I won't go into all the characters because there's a lot, but to break it down, basically we have the heist team, we have the captain or the hostages and we have the task force which are the people kind of working to free the hostages and then now we kind of have the political group that we're getting more and more involved with um so they're kind of the the forces at play here but um let's go back a little bit i'm going to ask you guys some questions so we watched part one i think it was middle of this year so i think we reviewed it second week of july potentially or first week of july so it's been a while since i think money heist season one was actually the episode where we announced that terry was leaving (gasps) that episode is really ingrained in my head i'm pretty sure that's what it was (laughs) oh man oh that i think that was also our two-year anniversary then because i think that's when terry left 
Wow. <laughs> he decided he picked Aww. the best time to drop it. Yeah, damn, it's like getting broken up with on your anniversary, Terry. God damn it. <laughs> but anyhow, um, did you guys? I guess we watched part one a while back, but you know, part two is kind of delayed. But what are you guys' thoughts between the two parts? Or did you guys kind of like one more than the other? Um, and like, you know, what were the big differences you guys felt between the two? Do you feel like it was kind of a smooth continuation or were there like kind of... I feel like there was a small break where the first part was just, you know, introducing characters, obviously. But it had the wow factor of like, whoa, what are these guys actually doing? Because like there was a hidden agenda, right? You see them mm-hmm. rob. It's not just robbing a bank. You see them like they're actually pretty smart of what they're doing and everything they're doing. We're just getting away with the mask switching and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, part two, we start to see people's relationships and their motives, right? With especially like maybe when things maybe go wrong, maybe we start to see like, oh, maybe they're not just here to steal money. Maybe they're here for something else. Uh, and I think and seeing the relationships built out between each individuals of the team itself. Uh, so it's a little bit different, I, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Brandon, what about you? Yeah, I, I, I mentioned it in the beginning. I regret not getting into it. So from, I mean, I think Jenny and I are pretty similar. When we start a drama, we just get really invested. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it just takes us a while for us to allow us to do it. And so once we started Money High Season 2 again, we were right back into it. But this season for me felt like there was a lot of um, drama and issues between the actual heist crew. Mm. You have the youngest, uh, Rio. Um, he was going through his own stuff. Yeah. We obviously find out more about Berlin and Professor. And there was just a lot of distrust. I mean, once you kind of took out Professor's communication with the team out of the equation, everyone started to panic. So I thought that angle was really fun. And... Um, a big thing that I like about this heist and one of the overarching messages that they gave early on was that they were not going to have any casualties on their side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a lot of the problems that came up for them could have been avoided if, for example, Professor just decided to kill the the cop that was looking into him or yeah. get rid of um, the, the lead female but I just like that they stuck to that. And it really, I think, in the end paid off because their messaging really worked. And they got this whole group behind them now. Yeah, in, for in the sure. Public. They became like a political movement at a certain yeah. point. Yeah, for sure. I do agree. I think there was a lot more kind of emotional aspects of part two. I think part one was very like, I guess like almost just glamorous because you they really reel you in with like all the cool tricks all the cool like thoughts and like oh this you know this was a ploy to get you to do this and this was a ploy to get you to do that I felt like part two was a little bit more brutal I felt like there was less not less thought but it was less like um creative and kind of the solutions yeah it was like you know Tokyo you got to get back into the mint just drive your motorcycle in there you know it's not like a I guess like really unique ways of like coming up with solutions um but I do think that brings out kind of the more emotional side of things so we got a lot more backstory related to that so I think one of them we have to talk about is Professor and Berlin and dude when Brandon found out that they were brothers <laughs> that I'm trying to screaming <laughs> I can imagine his reaction right he's like no way well I think I messaged the chat right away yeah and I'm sure Andy's giggling because he watched the original, so he knew it was coming sooner or later. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think of like big reveals, K drama mm-hmm. reveals or twists in 2022. I would put Berlin and Professor being brothers pretty high up there. Yeah. 
you know yeah <laughs> I, I do also i remember vaguely and i didn't mention it too i think when we were coming up with like the potro awards and then one of them was like war- the biggest villain we and talked about put, that i think you guys put berlin on there and i was like yeah. wait a second Dude, <laughs> we literally said like he's the best character yeah. i will never never distrust berlin i'll follow him into war well i feel like with berlin we had a lot of angst right there was a lot of we don't trust you and it was like kind of implying he's crazy you know especially in this part one he was like doing things where we're like this isn't part of the plan he's going off script he's just accusing everybody of issues but then i thought he had a secret agenda as well yeah which he kind of acted did or not like acted on but mm-hmm. he portrayed that he made it seem like he wanted to talk to the concentration camp right right guy, but it was all according to plan it was all according to plan and i just love it because at the end you find out that he truly is one of just he's literally the professor's brother like everything he does he was like you know it's for the professor it's for the greater good and man i feel bad ever thinking he was a villain. <laughs> that was really cool and i think it was right before they officially confirmed it but i forget if it was helsinki or oslo mm-hmm. uh, one of them was like i was given secret instructions from professor that if anything happens just listen to berlin yeah and in my head i was like oh wow the professor told them to listen to berlin and not Mm-hmm. Tokyo and then that obviously came out and I was like oh yeah <laughs> definitely sense. do you well so was this in the original Andy in the Spanish version the the whole brother that they were situation? brothers uh-huh yeah they were definitely brothers in the mm. original situation there's actually a lot more differences in part two uh compared to the original versus this one I mm. see I see uh, yeah yeah got you I guess on the brothers thing you know I'm curious because I do feel like the fact that they were both North Korean you know they were trying to get out of North Korea at the time and obviously berlin gets caught and professor gets to go forward that was like a very impactful part of their relationship i wonder how the original was able to portray something similar or i guess did they do that at all yeah they did i think in the original so spoiler alerts i'm gonna talk about the spanish version a lot yeah uh, for listeners so if you guys haven't watched it definitely watch the spanish version because it's wow it's totally it's on a different level but uh, i do want to say that like the berlin as a character he is definitely a lot more psycho in the mm. spanish version so mm. in the sense where he's kind of more of an anti-hero and he also does a lot almost borderline villainous things in the other show whereas mm. this one i feel like he does like everyone kind of loves him in this show a little bit more yeah. uh, but he doesn't have those like psychotic personalities like he does do all the things we saw in this in this part two mm-hmm. uh, but they're all for like the greater good but like in the original one he actually just does psycho things oh i see yeah. i see i thought berlin's backstory in this show because i haven't seen the original was very fitting for mm-hmm. his character imagine mm-hmm. if your parents found out that you had what was it called Huntington's, Huntington's disease? disease yeah tried to help you get to the south to save you but instead your mother passes away, your oh, brother, dad yeah. get away, you with Huntington's then grow up in a concentration so camp, starved, no medicine, getting mm-hmm. beaten, tortured as a baby. And you, Dude, you go grow crazy up. too. I would go crazy For too. Sure. And he, yeah. has, he runs out of medicine eventually. And his mm-hmm. own team didn't even know. Oh, I, I was so thinking sad. back to season one when they tied him up for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, he needs his medicine. So that whole backstory really fit that character but yeah. in the original does he also have a disease andy mm. he does also have a ticking time bomb in the original as oh, well I see, yeah, I yeah. See. Mm, interesting okay well i think that was one of the greatest reveals i do think there were some i guess there was a bunch of reveal type 
things that came out. I think another mm-hmm. one was Nairobi and her son, which I thought was so funny. I saw that little boy. I was like, that is Uju from Hospital is, Playlist. I cannot unsee him as anything else. Um, but I thought that was an interesting twist. I thought that one kind of fell flat for me, though. You know, in a way, I feel like Nairobi's character in this show wasn't super... I guess well-rounded she was kind of just Mm. you know this lady who is kind of a con woman she's just out here for money um and you find out that she does have a son but you know because of her lifestyle she couldn't really do anything for him and you know she had to leave him because she had to go to jail and all that I guess it was that also something you found um in the original was that impactful for you at all or was that kind of just for this version well for this version Nairobi and the son I think they try to introduce Uji or what's his name? Uju. <laughs> Uju. Uh, I feel like they try to introduce him with the son to create some type of emotional connection with like her as a mother that lost her child mm-hmm. with Helsinki and Oslo because they're both orphans and yeah. that's like to br- bridge their emotional relationship with one another uh, and that's also why one reason why like it's okay to become the trailer traitor because they have her mm-hmm. son. Yeah, uh, that's true. But I also felt like it kind of just fell flat after that episode where, like, okay, the son just went away. We didn't yeah. really see a reunion. Um, and then we don't really see her character kind of change as much. Like, we see her, like, grieve. But then she just stops getting a little bit more airtime, uh, which makes me kind of sad because um, in the original, Nairobi was definitely my favorite character in the show mm. uh, just because she was a very spicy character and a lot of sp- oh. like a lot of spunk, very, very, very personable character. Um, but in this show, it just felt like she was just like a a mother who just lost her child and who was very emotional and um, couldn't really hold it together. And who mm. was also like, dude, she was a traitor too. And like we were like, who the hell is the traitor who's messing up the entire <laughs> heist? So I felt like I couldn't fa- back her up in this one compared to the Spanish one. I see. I, see. I actually, I I agree with everything Andy said. It's the way I took it too. I I actually saw Nairobi's character as the most um, vanilla, mm-hmm. meaning that she was she seemed the nicest. Yeah, mm. that's true. She was very nice to like all the hostages. Yeah, you know, she's obviously not Berlin. You know, she's not Helsinki, yeah. Oslo. She was really nice, and and I I do agree with Andy where she did betray the team. If this was like another heist, mm-hmm. or if they were more. Um, aggressive they they could have kicked her out or killed her or something but they were like don't worry we're gonna save your kid and mm-hmm. it's it's all good we get it so I liked that they introduced Uju not for Uju but as a team bonding mm. moment and I think Nairobi will never forget that mm-hmm. fact that they did that for her I see I see I, I took it as like her and her kid can not be together obviously because she's a criminal yeah so giving uju to the female cop who they kind of have to trust that they she will do best by uju um i guess that was the best outcome for uju right i guess but it's a little weird because i'm like does she get reunited with her son that's something else that andy brought up but it's like then why you know you have this money now you're in hiding like go go get your child if you care about them so much you know like no but but i have to live in hiding for the rest of my life Uh uh-huh i want my kid to at least live a normal life like grow up in Mm -hmm. a foster home hopefully get adopted maybe into another family like grow up normally not as criminal hiding undercover from the cops no i get it i just think it's sucky because like obviously 
he's has like a target on his head in a way right and it's like yeah i mean he's gonna go back to an orphanage because we know that um ujin the inspector she never like adopts him or anything it's not like he has a happy with that that would have been really wild (laughs) but you know like he doesn't really get a happy ending and it just felt like they incorporated him for that emotional aspect but then never really followed up on it which i was a little disappointed about did you want a full backstory and like well i wanted for uji I wanted something, you know, like when yeah. they went to, they did the re- whole re- video recording when they were like beating up the, the guards mm-hmm. and then they rescued the kid. Mm-hmm. But we didn't mm-hmm. really see the public opinion. We just see people like gasping and that's yeah. it. Like we didn't see anyone else say like, oh my gosh, they're kidnapping a kid. And then like, you know, people protesting afterwards. Like, wait, why is a con- congressman like kidnapping a kid? Mm-hmm. And the reper- repercussions that he faces for doing so. Or like maybe he was there when he was given over to the police officer. Maybe she has like a mini change of heart. It was like, whoa. They risked an entire like operation to go save this one kid. Um, maybe this makes them humane, and maybe that changes her opinion in some type of way. But like we didn't really see any of that, so I felt like the whole point fell flat. Yeah. Well, I agree with your first part, but the mm-hmm. latter, the fact that she in the end goes to Professor, I think mm-hmm. it was a cumulative, like, I get your message. You never killed anyone. Mm-hmm. You did it for this reason. You saved the kid. I, I wanted to believe that all of the cumulative effects um, ultimately led her to go reach out to Professor again. Fair enough. I think, I guess we'll go on to our next topic, but I think Mm -hmm. the biggest thing that came out of that operation was introduction of Sol, uh, who is Berlin's I guess Berlin's girl, (laughs) but with like no better way to describe it. She's the daughter of the prison camp. The yes. warden, right? So she was the daughter of the prison camp warden. Um, she ba- makes her big reveal after they, you know, um, get Uju. She makes her reveal to the public that, you know, her dad, the prison camp warden, was really terrible. Is it a stepdaughter? I, I don't recall. I don't know. I don't remember yeah. either. But Not, then, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But, like, you know, Berlin, obviously, you know, she's like, he saved me from this bad situation. And, you know, we're kind of working together now. She's obviously super badass. I think she's so pretty. I want um, Jenny to do those bangs. I would look like a radish. Like, I would <laughs> not look as good as she does with those bangs. But mm. um, I really liked Introduction of Soul. I think you mentioned it when we were at the party, Andy. But um, it sounds like she wasn't actually a character in the original series correct yeah she wasn't a character if i recall i don't remember i don't know maybe there's a character named soul um Mm -hmm. but her character as like berlin's like girl was not included in the original i see i see i guess expanding on that though it seemed like uh, berlin had like a whole gang under him because these are the people that i guess escaped the prison with him and they kind of Mm -hmm. follow him as the leader maybe that's why they have loyalty right because Mm -hmm. he's the one that took him out but I guess if Seoul wasn't in the original, were were any of those other gang people under him? The like, did Berlin have a gang? I guess. I think the they original. were just. I think so. I gotta remember. I think he just had like hired mercenaries. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Mm. I gotta remember. Yeah. Got okay. you. Got you. So it seemed like Tokyo knew about Seoul, but the rest of the crew didn't know that there was going to be people on the other side, like a separate group working. I, I think Professor laid that out as part of the plan to help them escape. Um, I think there was a flashback in the drama where Professor was talking about like, you know, we're going to have mercenaries digging on the other side to help you guys mm-hmm. leave. Right, um, right. I don't know if you want the specifics, but like this group of mercenary actually is Berlin's group of mercenaries, you know, maybe he left that out. Um, but I think they were aware that they had help from the outside. Yeah. But I really like Seoul. And I think honestly, the addition of her... Um, and just her backstory with Berlin kind of made 
made the ending of the drama really great for me. Um, obviously, you have the big sacrifice where Berlin's trying to, you know, kill himself for oh, the sake of the... Scene. Yeah, but then, you know, there was a line that Tokyo said that really resonated with me for this drama. I think, you know, Rio was saying, like, oh, all these people are, like, willing to die, but whatever, whatever. And Tokyo was like, no, Rio, like, just because somebody is willing to risk their life doesn't mean they're willing to die. And I thought, you know, the last scene with Berlin where he's, like, basically willing to risk his life to save the project but then soul coming in and saying like i'm not gonna let you die was like a really just great moment for me um but i will say why didn't they just shoot the bomb to begin with? <laughs> she was saying that the whole time like just step away and shoot the bomb yeah. just shoot the bomb and then they ultimately did yeah so but you wouldn't like, have gotten the badass well, scene if you shoot true. the bomb then like the entire technically the entire tunnel was supposed to collapse so even if we're still shooting distance you're still in the tunnel right they yeah. were like very close when they shot. Yeah, it. so I was like, they should have been dead. <laughs> but what else? Are True. You do? Yeah. I don't know. I was like, hmm, a little did not pass sniff tests. But anyhow, I loved Seoul. I love Berlin's relationship with her. Um, I'm really glad they included her. So on that I note, think, oh, go ahead, Andy. I think the addition of Seoul definitely humanizes Berlin a lot. Um, like I said earlier, we're like without Seoul. Then, like, if he didn't have like a girlfriend or anything, he's, mm-hmm. he maybe would have been a little bit more villainous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me of like Leon the professional, you know, like so, yeah, he's taking yeah, yeah. care of this person. Yeah. Mm. Or like in Alice in Borderline, you know how you had um, Meguma and um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the team care. So I, I liked Soul. Yeah, for but sure. On the note of loving characters, what did you guys think about Rio? Rio. I, I was torn, like 50 <laughs> 50. Like sometimes I understand he's the youngest of the group and his motive is kind of different. It seemed like he just wanted to like do something to piss off his parents. Mm-hmm. So I understand why he might be scared or act that way, but then. Yeah, I you think know, he was also the, annoying. In the first part, mm-hmm. they go into his backstory a little bit more, and unfortunately, like I don't really remember all of his story. Um, but I do recall, like, the whole time it felt like. No, especially actually like middle to end it was like everybody was there for such a greater purpose not everyone but most of the people especially tokyo berlin and professor like they had this overarching point that they were trying to prove whereas i felt like with rio you know it's just a job but you know he's from a rich family he's from you know a different lifestyle than everyone else so he just doesn't really understand like where everyone's coming from um but then you know in a heist like this where everyone just needs to have nerves of steel i do mm-hmm. think he comes out a little bit more frazzled and emotional um compared to you know someone like tokyo who just seems so steady in everything she's trying to do yeah i agree i think he just kind of went a little bit like freak too freakish out like anything mm-hmm. bad happened he'd just like freak out he's like no i'm not part of this anymore i just want to get out of here i was like okay you're just uh yeah i don't know it just felt like a i feel like from the beginning to the very end we didn't really see any ca- character development from him mm-hmm. uh, like, like just like the heist didn't happen all he was there for was kind of like his love for tokyo and yeah. just to like combat like go against his parents there is uh, and that was about it there's that one scene where she gets shot. I think this oh might have been the last episode. Yeah. I kept screaming at the TV, like, drag her <laughs> out of there. She was just she was just on top of her, like, screaming to wake her up. I'm like, yeah. pull her out, dude. Mm-hmm. But I do think that he had one character development moment, kind of, in the first season where he was scared to operate on someone. Oh, yeah. And he finally right. overcame that. But other than that, I don't yeah. think there was anything else. I mean, mm-hmm. it's okay. <laughs> 
Alright, so we have a lot of love lines in this show. So we have obviously Berlin and Seoul. We have Denver and Nissan, aka Stockholm. Um, we have Professor and Inspector Wujin, and as well as uh, whoever. Oh, Rio and Tokyo. So out of all these love lines, Brandon, did you have a favorite? Oh, by far it was Denver and Stockholm. Stockholm. I mean, ever since the ending of season one into this one, I wasn't really sure how it would go. Whether it would just be more of a fling, or if they were gonna stay together, and I, I was telling myself if they end up staying together, they really have to flesh that out, and mm. I really think they did. You know, with with the episode with Moscow getting shot, and right before that, him telling the backstory of Denver's mother, oh, also being a hostage, <laughs> and then there was that whole spiel. The the they did a flashback about them talking about Stockholm syndrome and, yeah. and how much of a real thing that is. And then you have Denver breaking Mizan's heart, and then she leaves, but then runs back oh. in. <laughs> and then Moscow's dying, and I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm on board. But the final moment when she gets the gun and she saves Denver, mm-hmm. and then when Professor makes it through the tunnel, yeah. I was telling Jenny, like, yeah, like I don't you? think he knows who <laughs> she is. And she came up with that line, I'm Stockholm. And I was like, yes, like, so yeah, you cute. are Stockholm. I love and it. And the professor, like, smiled because he's like, oh, okay, I get, I get it. Yeah, he had no questions asked, yeah. you know? He was like, yeah. okay, I trust that you guys made this decision and I'm on board. I, I just love this group. They're just so trusting of each other. And mm-hmm. what, another thing that I love about Denver and Moscow, and or Denver and Stockholm, I was telling Jenny, everyone else in the group kind of just acknowledged them as a couple. <laughs> yeah. Like, they were like, oh, that's... That's couple business or that's family business. Family business, or I think someone even called them the wife or something. So I'm like, everyone likes accepted her, and I love that. I Mm -hmm. doesn't it feel weird though? Because it is Stockholm syndrome, is it not? Nah, they love each other, bro. I, I mean, she gives a spiel where she was like, you know, my entire life I did things because of other people. She's like, I was with the director because, you know, he had a lot of money and whatnot. So I thought it'd make my parents happy. But, you know, with Denver, it's the first time I'm following my heart. And she's telling Moscow this. And I think Moscow's convinced. But at the same I think time, Moscow was like <laughs> dying of a bullet. He wound. was like, I don't really have a choice here. But <laughs> I don't know. I felt like because they said Stockholm Syndrome and she acknowledges it I'm like isn't that a little a little too much I don't know I I really like I think they're a great couple I think they're really cute together Um, but what Moscow was saying back to her I was like it's not really wrong there's a lot of guys like Denver out there I don't think there's a right or wrong yeah that's true I mean, it's the same. Their their relationship is pretty similar to how Professor and the Inspector was right where like Mm -hmm. it was kind of like a fake relationship that turned into a true relationship and um like she obviously feels manipulated but in stockholm's case like i guess she was okay of being slightly manipulated Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i don't know Uh, andy is is stockholm a character at least in the original yeah she's definitely so the biggest difference though in this one is i think in the korean one they definitely have the romantic chemistry that we see on camera Mm -hmm. like we can see the chemistry it was amazing that's why we loved it like the spicy kiss scenes but i feel like in the original one though she did definitely have a bigger motive of why she likes denver because denver in the original was like this you know in this one he's like the fist he's the he's supposed to be the fist fighting guy right yeah Mm -hmm. who just like so and he just blows up all the time Mm -hmm. in the original one he's just like he just has violent bursts of just like blowing up and just does not get along with anyone. 
I think she does have a reason why he protects her in the first one, mm-hmm. and um, and she was like the punching bag of like the entire um, hostage uh, prisoners. Oh, yeah, I the, see. yeah, yeah. So and there's a reason why she went for him, and also she was actually pregnant in the Spanish show. Oh. She was not. Oh, I think that was a big thing we talked about in the first in season the first recap, one, yeah. like whether mm-hmm. she was or wasn't pregnant. Yeah, so she actually was pregnant in the first one. And I feel like obviously that makes things a lot, a lot more complicated. Um, complicated, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jen- the emotions. Jenny and I were like talking about how everyone made it out of the group. So they lost two members. Oh, they lost yeah. Helsinki and they lost Moscow, but then they gained Stockholm. So like <laughs> net net, they only Minus lost like two one. Plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your Fair favorite enough. love line, Andy? You know, I, no, I agree with you. I think it is definitely Denver and, and her. Um, I think also in the original, this is the same for me as well. I yeah, think I think the other ones like you know, Ber- like um, like Rio and uh, oh and, Tokyo, uh, Tokyo. I was like, I nah, really that I much. didn't get yeah. it. <laughs> well, I think it it to me it, it's I love their line. Like when she ran back in, I I was eating it up. But by default, also like Tokyo and Rio have a connection. I wouldn't call it like a love line. Like something's there, but I don't know One-sided if it's romantic. <laughs> Berlin, um, Seoul. I don't know again if that's like a love line or if that's they're just paired. You know, mm. we'll, it's like so we'll complicated at that point. Like we could talk about the ending. It they left it pretty open, and I know I, I obviously haven't watched the original, but I do know that they do multiple seasons of the original. So it seemed like they left it very open. Where he's like, I have this other plan. Do you want to? You want to hear about it or something? So mm-hmm. they they could be a, a line, female inspector. She could totally go back. Oh, I was gonna say they actually are my favorite love line. I think professor really? and the inspector. Yeah, is that one Stockholm syndrome though? No, I don't think so because I don't think the inspector has ever like held there against her will. Obviously, in the beginning, it's kind she of handcuffed her, bro. True, but she got <laughs> out of it very quickly. I think like I like their relationship because. They both don't want that romance, but mm. they can't help but have that romance, which yeah. is what it kind of drives me for. Like, it's like in the beginning, obviously, Professor, you know, runs into her with her car and he's like, Dude, oh, aggressive. Yeah, seriously, like, hey, girl. <laughs> Come <laughs> like, to my coffee shop. Do you want to get coffee since your car is broken down? <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, but then, you know, obviously, he's trying to use her, but he just gets feelings for her and, like, you know, for the inspector, she's doubting him every step of the way, but she can't help but like, you know, like him and like kind of rely on him. And then I guess at the very end, she does go to look for him. Um, and, you know, she's threatened him a couple times, but he can't really do anything to him. So I think they're really cute. Um, and like the like, I guess, lovers, enemies, lovers, lovers, enemies type of way. It is. But there's like one scene where Professor may have had to cross the line. He did mm-hmm. go into her her mom's house or her mm-hmm. house. If she didn't have, um, what is it, Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's, yeah. Maybe he did kill her mom, you know? Well, he said that he realized he couldn't do it. But then, like, there was, like, I think the commentary was, like, Professor was going to kill her, realized he couldn't do it, put the gun down, and was kind of, like, Distracted and then realized that she has Alzheimer's and was like, "Oh, thank God!" and then left. So maybe I'm making he, I think excuses. He could have, I think he could have done it, and that would have changed their relationship. Yeah, obviously. for sure. Well, glad he didn't have to. So um, I don't know. Yeah, I like them the best. Maybe Going back to my um, thing about the ending, do you guys think it's open, and do you think the inspector joins 
if she takes his hand and says, yeah, tell me about your plan, unless she's playing double agent and is like going to arrest him, I feel like she's in on it then, right? I don't know why, but I feel like there's not going to be. I think he was saying that in a romantic way. <gasps> like, you don't think I have continue a plan this? for us to get married in Russia. <laughs> Wait, know, aren't there really? multiple seasons in the original? There's multiple seasons in the original, yeah. And it's not, not all just about the mint heist, right? There's yeah, other heists. It's, it's, there's other um, seasons. Oh. <laughs> I'm keeping it vague. <laughs> I, I I wish they keep this is I I'll carry this energy <laughs> right into the rankings. But I I loved it. I hope they keep going. I told Terry and he's so upset at me. I I don't think I'll watch the original if they keep this Korean oh, one going. You have to watch the original. You think you just messaged me? You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like, okay, like this show, there is an overarching theme to the heist, right? It was what got everyone going and honestly kept me engaged through the latter half of this K-drama where it was like, you know, the, the Casa de Papel, you know, is for the people, you know, that kind of messaging with the mask and like everything felt like the meaning behind the heist. Mm. Um, whereas I felt like if they kept going, like, are you really going to recreate the same sentiment over and over again? Like, You don't know that. That's true. That's true. But you're going to top good. the piggy banks to explode over the peace square. Like, oh, that was man. so cool. <laughs> but I don't know. I like the idea that there was, like, a bigger theme to the heist. Like, I think that made this story better. Um, was that also in the original, Andy? Like, the fact yeah. that... Okay. So that was the original. So in the original, that is the key moment of, like, why they went to the heist, obviously. So mm -hmm. it's pretty similar of, like, okay, it is to make, create some type of movement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also, obviously, get away with the money. Uh, I, I do think this one was not as well done as the first one, where, like, the impact is not that strong. Like, oh. the for, for example, one of the biggest reasons why they said don't kill anyone was, like, well, they didn't really fully explain it in this show mm -hmm. of why they don't kill. They keep saying don't kill, don't kill, yeah. but they don't really say it. Like, for example, in the original... Um, they would like come out uh, saying like telling them like why are you doing so much violent things when we haven't really fully um, fought back kind of a thing yeah. um, because in this one they actually went in the big gunfight which we didn't talk about they did this massive gunfight yeah. whereas like okay how do you do this big gunfight no one dies on either end right? kind of a thing right that's it's like, okay, true I kept so telling that doesn't Jenny make those thing. shield things I maybe no. one or two but when they brought out the big gun I was like yeah, that's no. not how it works and <laughs> no. even like Denver took like point blank shots to the, the vest and I'm like there's nah. no way. There's no way. He it doesn't work dead. like that. Yeah. So like they had the intent already to kill. Both sides were intent to kill, but like no one died. So, but the movement was to not kill anyone. So for me, that didn't really fully add up to to talk about. So, that, so yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about the movement part. We don't see much in between. We see them with their messaging and then we see the public adopting it they're coming out in the jumpsuits with the masks yeah that's true a little bit more could have been nice one one more thing too when they, were, when they were in the sewers professor was breaking down which which was yeah um he was breaking down like little that little river area mm -hmm. and he's like oh there's only one like the whole thing is broken like we can't do anything we just lost kind of a thing mm -hmm. and he's like oh there's one more thing we can do um for me that felt like that wasn't his original plan then his original plan of letting the piggies out that was not, you know, like he just came with that on the spot. For me, that was a little bit weird too because the original plan was for him to do that yeah. in the original. So it's like a little bit of was a that ball. really part of the movement kind of a thing? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like he had everything set up already. So why? Yeah, that was a little weird. I think he mm -hmm. told um, the female inspector, yeah. like, my cut of money, I'm going to drop it in the square. Like he yeah, he said that people. that was what he was gonna do. 
But I also agree with Andy mm. where your major plan was just to go back, escape back to your hideout. They figured out where that was. <laughs> so your backup plan is just to use a different exit. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. it wasn't like that sophisticated. Yeah. Just pick another exit and they got out through the North mm-hmm. Korea side. I guess that was like the Cold War tunnel that his dad didn't close down. And yeah. I guess he just never flipped his drawing around to look at the back I of that thought, map. I was like, that should have been the plan from, from the <laughs> from start. The beginning. That's true. Well, yeah. anyhow, um, I think overall it was pretty good drama. Are you guys happy with the ending? Like, you know, with the whole escape through the What's train? What's like? You satisfied with it? I don't know how she got from South to North Korea that fast to catch him at the train, <laughs> but other than that, I I really I really enjoyed it. Did you like it, Jenny? I did. I thought that you know in the moment it was really good. Um, I do think there are some storylines here and there that you know I kind of wish that they explored more. You know, Nairobi and her son for one. I just felt like they could have developed that further, just to make it like. It's, it kind of sucks when they introduce something and then it kind of just dies off within 20 minutes of the episode. Um, so that was the only downside. But then, you know, in the moment, I think when you're kind of, when you have your blinders on, you're just watching it for what's going on. It's really great. Um, but sitting back, I think, you know, there are a couple things that I'm like, oh, could have done better. But overall, I still think it was great. I mean, I really liked Inspector and Professor. So the fact that they met up again in Russia was really funny. I thought his little outfit was like really goofy, though, with mm-hmm. the fishing hat. I was like, damn, she hasn't seen you in a year. <laughs> That's she got all nicely she dressed up. I know she looks so pretty, um, but it's cute. It's cute. And, you know, if there is another season, I'm definitely on board to watch it. Um, but, you know, given the fact that I haven't seen the original and it sounds like what Andy's saying is the original executed a lot of these things potentially better. Yeah, I there's a lot more things I can definitely say about like, for example, inspector's personality and like, mm. you know, the police officers, because a lot of police officers actually in the original flip sides to the robber side. Mm. And oh. so that's one thing they never explored in this one, uh, just because like that shows how strong their movement was. That's um, the great. Movement, yeah. So oh. I think that is one thing that like there's a lot of things that they didn't go, which I feel like could have been a lot more impactful uh, in the whole scheme of things. That's mm. a great one. Andy. That would have been really it, cool. That would have really pushed the message that even the cops are switching sides. Yeah. Cause because yeah. this one, they, they seem to just not want to like murder innocent people by following the politician yeah but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean they went over to the other side but right. if they actually do that's wild because mm-hmm. it's just to showcase how corrupt the politicians are and the politicians are on their side and they're that corrupt they kind of want to be on the side that is like on the winning side kind of or like the, the more righteous side and yeah. for me i feel like that was mm-hmm. the the whole like premise of why the show was so amazing mm-hmm. uh yeah and it's like i mean don't get me wrong this is still like a great show in itself I love the ending too, like you know, with Berlin actually coming out alive, and uh, and the, them getting away on the train. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I feel like season one, I had two big wild moments. First one was the mask switching. Mm-hmm. That one was really good, and then the second one was the cop the wasn't cop. actually dead. They bring out the cop. This one for me was when the whole sending Tokyo out was a part of the plan oh, because yeah, they needed cool. to communicate the professor. Mm-hmm. That one was a big reveal. Um, so. I guess the piggies was a cool one for me when the piggies all floated up and I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty, that's a cute little sight, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well, overall, I think we have um, pretty good thoughts, but I guess we'll go to the rankings now and we can kind of continue debating where we think this sits. Um, so I'll read the top 10. Top five um, is enough, I think. 
Oh, well, right now it's at number five, so just in case, we'll read top ten. So, number one, Our Beloved Summer. Number two, Alchemy of Souls. Number three, 2521. Four, Narco Saints. Five, Currently Money Heist. Six, Our Blues soundtrack number one, Little Woman, Business Proposal. And ten is Attorney Weongwoo. So, right now it's at five. Brandon, why don't you go first? Do you want to raise it up? Do you want to drop it? you want to keep where it is? Um, I want to raise it up. And I'm sure people who have watched the original are gonna think that i'm stupid but i haven't seen the original <laughs> i'm only seeing this one so i'm only evaluating it based off what i've seen okay i love this drama i will eat up any other season this one does any plot hole i can overlook because okay. everything else for me was that good okay i don't agree with it being under narco saints okay so for sure i think it should be above narco saints because right. narco saints didn't really have like those whoa moments big cool moments for sure yeah. yeah versus this one did and i feel like it was a more fleshed out story okay so number four number above four narco saints. but i'm not done there oh let's keep going <laughs> i'm i'm thinking to myself is it better or worse than 25 21 mm. nah I, I think just above one one above okay. i think it should be number four okay andy do you agree with that yeah, I think I was literally on the same boat as Brandon. I think this one is a little bit better than Narco Saints. I mean, there are very similar premises of like some type of like, um, you know, action. Mm -hmm. uh, I was thinking about twenty five twenty one. Um, at the end of the day, I think I did enjoy this one more than twenty five twenty one. I mean, it's I'm a little bit biased, obviously, right? <laughs> I, uh, I don't like twenty five twenty one as much as you guys did. So I mean, I'm still fine in the same boat of just raising it. Wait, one. you're down to move it up? Let's go. 20 I'm also down. Bring it up, but Ooh. yeah. But I, I, mean, I, I can be I can be convinced either way. Interesting, Andy. This is interesting. I feel like we talk about twenty five twenty one a lot with you. And in the beginning, I thought you only didn't like the ending. But it sounds like you might you saying that you didn't like the K drama as a whole that much now. No, I think I think the ending was just that much of a letdown for me that wow. I was like, man, I just don't like the show <laughs> i was like yeah Dang. it's a moo show interesting okay okay <laughs> the ending really got you that huh. bad huh All i still right. think it's a good so. show I they just didn't end up together it's cool um i think if i'm gonna be a tiebreaker i'm also okay with money heist at number four um i still think 25 21 was better for me i do agree you know ending was a little disappointing but there were parts of Money Heist where I'm like, oh, you know, kind of wish that had a little bit more as well. So I'm okay keeping it number four if that's where we want to do it. I mean, obviously next week is a big toss up. Wait, so. I thought we're gonna put it above twenty five twenty one. Andy and I oh, is that the it. is that the final vote? Ooh. Right, Andy. Hmm. I mean, it's you guys can contest. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a little bit neutral, um, and you know my thoughts on twenty five twenty one. Uh, so like if I had a, my own list I probably would put it above 2521 uh, my own personal list but I can be fine with it underneath as well interesting so <laughs> I still think 2521 was better I mean there are some scenes in 2521 that I still think about I'll see if 2521 was a lot better I think um, you know 2521 I felt like every character had a strong uh, reason to be there versus for money heist some of them 
I felt like were underdeveloped a little bit. <laughs> Damn, y'all um, just hated Uju. Y'all hated on the baby Uju. <laughs> no, not Uju. It's just like, you know, I felt like Helsinki and Oslo, They it sounds like they had a pretty cool relationship from back then. They gave them like 10 minutes of the opening I, to talk about. That's very true. I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, and I feel like there was, you know, it's like they were these two bros from the orphanage who grew up, you know, fighting their lives out in the gang and then one of them dies and it was like just kind of passed over. I mean, Nairobi, yeah. we already talked about it details i don't really need to get into that anymore i would have liked to know more about the north korean cop the good one yeah they kind of did a little backstory on him but also like five minutes in the intro you know they just did it to show that he's very um skilled like yeah Yeah. skilled, but also like very righteous yeah yeah exactly so i i don't know i felt like the backstory was just like missing like it could have done with a little bit more like we could have gotten a full 10 of the first season 10 of the second part you know kind of thing and like really just delved into this um you know what so. else they could have done a little bit more of uh-huh. the fact that the female inspector and the worst politician were ex-husband yes, and wife right? that blew my that oh. i was like what how how did that even yeah. happen and it he's so been, bad it would have been cool if she ended up flipping a little bit too just to help the robbers but she was always so righteous and her personality was so righteous about like well, they were catching doing a bad thing no, I know, but it's like at a certain point, you can see how terrible your ex-husband is. And when the professor kind of gave her the information of like, oh, your ex-husband's the one that hired me to put together this whole money laundering scheme. Like, you know, you would have thought that she would have swayed a little bit. I don't know. Anyways, going back, I think 2521 in my is still a little bit better money heist was great that's why it's number four which is honestly really tough for our list because we have so many great dramas that are reviewed this year um but i don't know if i could put it above 25 21 let's have let's let jenny's vote count for more points so that's fine with me okay mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yeah, well jenny based on your complaints on the show maybe you should just watch the original you know Honestly, I feel like I should. I think I told you this, but like I tried watching it a really long time ago and I like I was like I've liked heist movies, but like Ocean's Eleven type heist movies. So when I started Money Heist, I was like, whoa, this is really dark. So I just never really kept going with it. Um, This is before I watched a lot of like darker K-drama. So I always like really lighthearted stuff. But now like I watched a Korean one. I feel like I should just watch the original because it sounds like the original might have executed a lot of these things I'm missing better. I asked Terry a really, well, I thought it was a smart question, but I, he must have thought it was so dumb because he flat out stopped <laughs> responding to me. But I asked him, since I watched first two seasons of the Korean Money Heist, should I start from the original season three and continue? He just, <sighs> he just didn't respond. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to rewatch everything. I already saw it. <laughs> Well, it sounds like part two is pretty different from the original, right, Andy? So yeah, it's, def- least... it's definitely diff- uh, different. Like, okay. for example, one more thing I do want to say, too. Go for just it. Side note, uh, Anna and, um, is her name oh, Anna? Oh, Anne? Yeah, Anne. Uh-huh. Yeah, Anne Kim. She was definitely a lot more villainous in this show. Uh, she had played a, di- a bigger role because she's the one that basically was, like, influencing all the hostages to rise up. Uh, same oh. as the director as well. The director is even more villainous than the first show. Oh. This show, he actually... I was surprised he stayed behind and he wanted money. Um, and mm. that means he changed sides. But in the first one, he is definitely the little rat that like, Interesting. you just want to punch in the face. I, did, I thought <laughs> Anne was a good person. She was one of the people that okay. decided to stay instead of go out. Yeah. Well, before that, she was actually the one that... you know he, She was basically the one that was the most influential of killing... Oslo. Yeah. That's true. That's or true. Helsinki. Yeah. Or Helsinki. Or Helsinki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. So I was like, sure. okay, that just made her, you know, bottom of the barrel. Interesting. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Well, it sounds like 
we'll rank it number four for now. I mean, yep. obviously, next week we will be doing a big re-ranking, so a lot of things are going to get jumbled. I um, doubt anything in our top four will move, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We won't. We'll leave it up for next week because I feel like Andy makes a lot of very convincing points. So I don't know what's gonna <laughs> happen. <laughs> he might move twenty five, twenty one, all the way down to ten or something. And we'll be 19, like, yeah, 19, that makes 19. sense. <laughs> eighteen, eighteen, eighteen. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that wraps us money heist. Um, yes. So stay tuned next week. We'll do our big re ranking. We'll talk about uh, Singles Inferno season two. I guess leave us some questions. Uh, or leave us some comments about how you want us to lead Singles Inferno. It's going to be kind of interesting because it yeah. was like a dating one. So yeah. I don't really know how we'll lead it, but it should be interesting. Yeah, let us know what you want us to opine on. <laughs> Give us some good questions to answer. We'll answer all of them. <laughs> all right, Jenny, socials? Yeah, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Touch a Playlist. Check out our Ko-Fi and our Patreon if you want to support us there. And please leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Andy, sign us up, please. This is the Pocha Playlist, then we're out.